is BFF. But first, Faith. Hello guys, happy Monday and welcome back to our next episode of BFF. It's Matilda here. This is Steph and today we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic which is self-esteem and I'm sure you or just like anyone you've ever talked to has dealt with self-esteem issues. It's just such, I don't know, such a thing that so many people face especially in our adolescent years like Mm -hmm. just trying to figure out who we are and then we're doubting ourselves and all that sort of thing. So we want to help you guys navigate through that and just hear from us because obviously we still struggle with that kind of thing too isn't it weird that i don't know if it's just me but i always think of like a mom or a dad and i never think they would have insecurities but of course they do too i mean they're humans yeah it's true even though like i've talked to my mom about this because she knows i can get pretty insecure and she was saying how over the years so much like you develop such thicker skin and start caring so much less about what other people think about you and i don't know if that's just her or just adults in general, but I really hope that's the case because I care way too much right now. I'd like to think that later on I'll definitely be a bit better about this, but we're going to really tell you guys our insecurities and be very vulnerable on here. All right, well, let's start with the highs and the lows. Let's start with the lows this week because, you know, gotta bring up Bring up the vibe. Exactly. Okay. My low, I haven't told you about this. I was waiting to tell you for our podcast. Ooh, um, I'm ready. <laughs> recently, this is embarrassing. I don't even know. Okay, I'm trying to be more open and vulnerable because this is you all You say about- vulnerable really <laughs> really? You're like, vulnerable. Vulnerable. <laughs> v- Sorry. Vulnerable. I'm giving you self-esteem yeah, issues. What the heck? <laughs> now I'm insecure about it. Um, so I like it. I've been on Hinge a little bit, honestly, because my mom has made me go on there, and she's been so sorting through my guys and recently she matched with a guy and I thought he was honestly really cute so I just went for it and I asked him out I was what yeah I just messaged him and I was like super random but any chance you want to get a drink tonight no way he was just totally like not about it he was like oh bummer I can't what but then why would he like swipe on you yeah I know I was annoyed but he probably was just over it at that point so that was kind of my low I was feeling rejected what um what was his like bio what did it say about him um he went to Princeton so I was thinking he's smart and what else um I don't know he just looked kind of interesting okay I love that your mom has access to your account (laughs) it's like a filtering process when she came uh to our apartment just the other day she was just on my hinge in the backseat of my car my dad was in the passenger seat she was in the back and she wasn't talking for 30 minutes straight because she was just sorting through everyone (laughs) and I was like do your thing mom I don't care (laughs) I love that my low for this week has been just finding motivation to work out and exercise because obviously that's so good for you not just like physically but also mentally exercise is so great for you but I've started a nine to five job and I just like do not have motivation because I hate waking up early so I don't want to go to the gym in the morning but then after work I'm so exhausted and I realize I'm just sitting like staring at a screen for whatever amount of hours so many hours but like I just am so exhausted afterwards and just want to go home and watch One Tree Hill. (laughs) I was thinking about that. There's an excuse either way. In the morning, you're like, oh, I'm too tired to work out. And at night, you're like, I'm too exhausted from the day to work out. So you really just have to make it happen. But I'm sure you'll get in the groove. I know. I feel like I just need my routine because this was just week two for me of my job. So I feel like I don't necessarily have it all figured out as of right now. Yeah, for sure. You don't have enough time. Yeah. Okay. What's your high? Let's bring it up. My high is that I went to full screen for a job interview, which if you guys know YouTube, I'm sure you've heard of full screen, but they're a YouTube network and it just went really well. And, um, it was just like fun being there and seeing the space and, um, seeing like, how they work and stuff because we're always on the other side of it but being inside there I was just so intrigued didn't you say the interview was like 
three hours oh, or something. Oh my gosh, that could also be a low because I was freaking <laughs> exhausted. But um, the actual process was fun meeting people, but it did last three hours. Oh my gosh, that's, uh, I can't imagine. It's so exhausting. I don't know why interviews are, I think it's because you have to like put on this you have to be on your game. You have to yeah. be on your game, and it is so tiring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, My high for the week was, let's see, something fun. On Monday, we had a little bachelor viewing party with, like, two people, but it was, was so fun. I fun. was like, I didn't know we did that. I yeah. was thinking, I was like, who'd you do it with? And then I realized <laughs> it was you. there. <laughs> we made margaritas, made some nachos. They were so good. Watch The Bachelor. It's always a good time. Even though Mental All is not the best episode, It really, yeah, it's kind of a waste of an episode. I hate to say it, but mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, I'm over Luke P. Let's talk about something else now. I know. I'm so ready for the finale, though. Like, yes. Is it the finale? On yeah, Monday? finale. Oh, my gosh. I think it's two nights, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So those are the highs and the lows. Um, challenge of last week. So last week, our challenge was to reach out or talk to somebody that you kind of get the sense that they're not feeling welcome or feeling included and just to be there for them and make them feel like they're cared for. So Yeah, what did you do, Did Steph? you do that? Oh, you're just putting it right on me. <laughs> I, you're on the spot right now. Well, I don't... So I was at lunch with some people. I don't necessarily want to say who I went with because I feel like that can be weird to, like, I don't know, be calling anyone out. But I noticed that this one girl wasn't really involved in the conversation. Like, it kind of seemed like everyone was overpowering her. So when they were done talking, I sort of switched gears, focused on her, asked her about herself. Because I feel like oftentimes people that are more quiet aren't necessarily going to initiate the conversation, but they too love to talk about, you know, themselves, what's going on in their life, stuff like that. And they just might not want to initiate the conversation. So I was hoping that was the case. And I asked her and I don't know, I think... I think it was successful. I'm sure that was the case. I always think that because sometimes when I see someone being quiet, I'm just like, oh, they don't want to talk. But that's normally not the case. They really, everybody loves being asked about themselves. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's one thing if it's in class and the teacher like randomly calls on you and they're like, it's not like they would want to talk. Yeah. Obviously just (laughs) didn't want to answer the question. But if you're just like in a social setting, I'm sure that, I don't know, people... Yeah, people are there for relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. What about yourself? I love that. For me, this is a little bit different, but I think it kind of relates to the situation because um, my brother has a job interview next week and I've been dealing with the same thing. So I made a little list of questions that I've been asked and I was just like, if you're feeling like you don't know what they're going to ask or just want to be prepared, then here, that's not even answering the challenge at all. I feel like it, uh, is it? It's a good thing to do. Okay. <laughs> I was a nice person. That's my, no. Good job, Matilda. Um, I guess I just thought it related because I was thinking about how he hasn't really had that experience before and he might not want to ask for help. So I figured I would. Yeah. Like, is he the kind of person that typically reaches out for no, assistance? Or? I think he doesn't. So I... I was happy that he told me about his interview and then I figured that if I gave him these questions and gave him some experience I had that maybe it would help him and make him feel like he could talk to me about it. Yeah. I don't know. It kind How of... did his interview go? Did um, have no, it, uh, it happens next week. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. Well, yeah, so that is our challenge. Hopefully you guys participated in it. If not, it's never too late to do that. Also, we have another challenge at the end of the episode, so we'll hop into that later. But shall we get started on self-esteem? So I'm going to talk a little bit about what we're talking about, and then we can just go from there. All right, let's do it. A big thing I want to talk about is how to feel confident and just what makes you feel good in your skin, and then also what insecurities I have struggled with. I want to hear about you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also just talk about 
the idea of not being cocky but also being confident because there is a middle ground to find there. I think especially during the season we're in right now, like with job interviews, that is such a hard balance to find because you want to brag about yourself, obviously, because you're trying to get the job, but at the same time, you don't want to be cocky or appear like you're so self-centered. So 100%. it's so hard. 100%. I could not agree more. And that's a lot of what I'm going to talk about. Um, so huh. let's dive into just how this relates to your life and if you have any questions for me. Yeah, I guess I'll start with a question because I've been thinking about this. I was like driving home from work, just pondering the podcast and this came to my mind. But I feel like oftentimes the words self-esteem and self-worth are interchangeable. Um, but for me, just like throughout my life, but especially maybe more so right now, I feel like I do have a strong sense of self-worth or a stronger sense of self-worth than I do of self-esteem because I do feel like I'm a worthy person and I deserve good things in life and that sort of thing. But I do just have a hard time with self-esteem and believing in myself and being happy with who I am. Does that make sense? No, I I totally get what you're saying. I'm trying to think about this because I guess I think self-worth should go a lot deeper. Yeah. And then self-esteem might just be what you portray to people or what people think of you. Yeah. I totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I do think that self-worth is more internal. Internal. And yeah, I feel like it definitely has to do with my faith in God and that knowing that I was made in his image and like I'm a child of God, that sort of thing gives me that value of worth and just knowing that I always have a support system with my family and friends and they're just always there to help me and lift me up. I feel like that somehow translates into self-worth versus, yeah, esteem does feel a little more superficial and just like this outer facade, not even a facade, just like who I am to other people. I'm insecure about that sometimes. Yes. And then I think esteem can also tie into the way we look, the way Oh, yeah. We um, see our body and I don't think, when I think like, oh, my nose is big, I don't think, oh, I don't have self-worth, Yeah. but that yeah, would yeah, give yeah. me low self-esteem. Right. So um, I think it can be a lot more external for self-esteem. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like trying to think too, it's getting confusing. But I totally agree. Um, For you, do you think it's like the same situation or where have you struggled in terms of self-esteem? Like, has it been more physical stuff or more personality or what? Yeah, for me, I, um, one thing I really wanted to share with you guys is just the fact that, um, I've always thought about this, but I think of myself as a confident person and I think of myself as having high self-worth. Yeah. But what I struggle with is this idea of being portrayed as confident. It's almost like I'm insecure about not being confident because if someone were to say like oh she's timid or oh she seems kind of unconfident I would be so insecure about that and I shouldn't be insecure about that if I didn't actually feel that way a little bit so it's like I want to put on this facade and this image that I'm like a strong powerful woman and I think that comes from our culture too and the fact that um right now there is so much empowerment with women which is so great but Mm -hmm. it's also I don't think it's a bad thing if you're a shy girl or if you're, um, you know, not seen as, like, the strongest per Like, you're strong in different ways, you know? Yeah. You don't have to be, like, I'm a badass bitch to be, yeah. <laughs> like, the most confident person. You can still be humble and confident. That's very true. I think also the whole thing with being afraid of not being seen as confident has to do with the fact that there's so many quotes and just people telling us that like guys, for example, look mm-hmm. for confidence in a girl or people are attracted, not even like physically, but just personality wise to people that are confident. And I think that is a positive message. And it is just saying like, 
you can be whoever you are, just be happy with that. But I'm thinking maybe that's like getting to your head or even me too. And it's like, okay, so now there's this pressure to be confident. It just like adds a layer. It's like a cycle that doesn't make sense. You just made me think of something so I feel like I just had a revelation. But honestly, confidence is who you are inside. And I feel like society shows confidence as being one personality type. Uh But it's like confident is whoever you are and to expand upon that. But it's not like confident is one thing. Like... I can be confident, you can be confident, and we can be totally different people. It's not like, oh, her personality trait is confident. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's embracing your quirks and whatever and just being proud about that. But yeah, I don't think confidence is a personality trait. And maybe that's kind of where you're thinking about that. Okay, I wanted to ask you, Steph, what are areas where you feel you lack confidence or maybe have had insecurities? I mean, I think I've definitely always had physical insecurities just about how I look, whether that's my weight or my face or whatever. Like, I feel like every girl, every person deals with that. So that's just sort of an ongoing thing. But I feel like I've gotten better with that over time. Um, But I would say my biggest thing has always been being, it's kind of like what you were saying, but it's a little bit different. So you were saying like you're insecure about not being or appearing confident. For me, it's like not being outgoing enough. Oh, okay. Like, you know that I'm a pretty, I'm an introverted person, but I am like also very social. I just have to know the person pretty well. And so that's hard for me, especially getting a new job where so many people are so extroverted and are immediately making friends and feeling like they're belonging at this job, which I do, but it's like all of a sudden they're best friends with everyone that has worked there for like two years. And I just have a hard time like inserting myself into those previously established friend circles. And I wish I had that. And I just feel like, I don't think it's a bad thing to be introverted, but in my head, I'm insecure about that for myself. I feel the same way and it's always hard when you're surrounded by a bunch of other extroverted people because suddenly you feel like, am I not confident? I thought I was confident, but now I see all these people and they're just bonding instantly and what is wrong with me? And then you start to question yourself. But I think, as you said, just to remember that even though it might take more time and you want to build those meaningful relationships, it shows that you are putting more into it and have more of a desire to be known deeply and not just on the surface I guess that's true yeah because I feel like it does take time to build these deeper relationships and maybe I'm just more intentional about it yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to hype myself up I'm like <laughs> you are okay. Steph, you are but yeah that's for me what about you what have been some struggles or insecurities I know I already kind of talked about over my life what I've struggled with but something recent is I have been rejected from a couple of jobs and it just makes me feel that I'm not wanted and that feeling of just wondering kind of what did I do wrong or what did they not see in me and then I start to have this feeling that people are thinking bad things about me and I don't know what it is and then I get in my head about what how people perceive me versus how I see myself and I think that all stems from just feeling un unworthy in a sense or just like not um I know I said that I have self-worth, but then it's like, I want that human reassurance of like, you are wanted here, you are um, popular, which is stupid, but I want to be popular with jobs, you know? I don't want to be like, oh, this is your last resort or whatever. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And I think for jobs, this is probably, you've heard this a million times, but it's like, there's so many factors and so much randomness and ambiguity that go into it. Like, so many times these jobs have a kid that's applying and it's like obviously they're gonna get the job of course or someone that like they randomly have this crazy connection or some foot in the door so it's like it is easy to just assume it's about you and your traits but oftentimes there's so much more that goes into it and like 
any job would be so lucky to have you. And it's like, Aww, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's true. Like, I don't think it's a reflection of who you are at all. It's even like with sororities. Like, we both got so upset when we didn't get the sorority that we wanted. We were like, oh my gosh, nobody wants us, blah, blah, blah. But I really don't think it has a lot to do with you and your worth. It's just like, it's tri- it's like random trivial factors. Yeah. I want to talk about that more because I have advice for myself, but also for you guys, because I think that once you associate yourself with um like a negative quality and start to think it's you then you spiral downhill but just to remember that there's outside factors and you have to find that worth in other things then I think you'll be a lot better off that's very true and we'll get into I think we're gonna do like our little biblical section coming up and then at the end we'll hop into advice and that sort of thing so we can go more into depth I'm gonna move on to a passage from the bible that I've loved for so long and it's really, it can apply to a lot of different things, but one thing is it can apply to humility and then also self-worth, and I think those are so tied in. It's Romans 4 through 6, and it says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not have all the same function, so in Christ we, through many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Do you want to respond to that before I talk about it? <laughs> it's like it's a question. <laughs> it's like interpret. Um, <laughs> Go. Yeah, well, I really like that. And I think that especially where we live in the U.S., I don't know where you guys are coming from because we could have viewers or listeners all over the world. But I think especially in the U.S., we have such an individualistic culture. Mm-hmm. And that is great in some senses, but in other senses, I don't love it. And I like how that verse emphasizes unity and we all have our different unique gifts, but the purpose of having those gifts is to use them to help others and to better the world and not to like wave your flag. Like, oh, I have this really cool gift. Everybody look at me. And I think that so many times people have that approach to life. They just want to show off what they can do that's different than other people. But I, what am I even saying? Does no, this tie no, back? no, no. I, okay. love, I love what you're saying. It makes total sense. I think I'm done talking, but yeah, yeah, that's my <laughs> okay, response. The way that I would incorporate this into self-esteem is just to remember that you might be jealous of someone else you see that has something, a good gift, but it's like you have another gift. I can assure you, you might have not found it yet. You might not like it, but you have to use it because that is what your special talent is and your uniqueness. And I think just to remember that instead of being jealous, be happy for someone else for what they have and then use what you have for good. That totally makes sense to me. Like, I feel like it's so easy to be jealous of other people if they have some ability whether it's just something stupid like when people can sing I'm so jealous I'm like why can't I sing why don't I have this gift like that's the coolest thing in the world especially but... if they can sing and do something sing and dance or something oh, yeah. like that and I'm just that's like I don't okay. have one of the above <laughs> I know but it's just like you have to remember that there's so many unique things to you that they might have they might not have it doesn't matter like it's not a comparison game it's just knowing that you have your own unique gifts that you should I feel like I'm in like workplace mode. I'm like that you should capitalize on. That's like something I'd write in an email, but like, you know, that you should take advantage of and really push it to its limit and grow that gift and use it for good. Steph and I are actually reading the same book right now. It's called Scary Close. It's by Donald Miller and I just love him so much. One quote from that book says, grace only sticks to our imperfections. Those who can't accept their imperfections can't accept grace either. And that is so freaking good. I can't get over it because... 
it's God is there and he's so much more powerful than us and he's there to fill. As you talked about the shattered mirror in our last mm-hmm. um, episode, but just how he is the one shining through the light and through those imperfections. The funny thing is, so we have like a Google Doc for our podcast just with all our notes and stuff that we're going to talk about. And I saw that you had written that down and I was just reading through the sheet and I thought that was from the Bible. And I was like, I don't remember that being in the Bible, but like, I love that <laughs> new verse for the bio kind of thing. I was like, dang, that's so good. Um, but no, seriously, guys, the book Scary Close is so freaking good. Like probably one of the best books I've read. It's kind of like mm, like a mix between a self-help book and then also just a bunch of little stories that the guy has to share and dif- different pieces of advice. It's the best book ever. But anyways, yeah, that quote's amazing. And I think that it is true that people really see a glimpse of who you are through your imperfections. And that's when like intimacy in the sense of like really close relationships with people, that's when that forms is when you're able to show off your imperfections and you don't always have to be perfectly secure in yourself. Um, but just as long as you know your self-worth, I think that's really what matters. And when you think about close relationships you have, it's because you know their flaws and you know what they're insecure about and what they don't like because they open that up to you and that makes you love them even more because Mm -hmm. they're willing to share that and you know that they're struggling too, just like you are. Yeah, it's so interesting when people have insecurities. Like if you were to list things, even just like physical things that you didn't, don't like about yourself, like that's probably something I love about you. Like... I don't know. It's just so interesting. Like, I remember you used to hate your nose so much, and I know you like it more now, but I love your nose, and I think it's just, like, it just reminds I me know. of you. Like, isn't that funny that yeah. it's just something that you could not like about yourself is something that other people see as such a great thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, anything else for this, or should we hop into advice? Let's hop into advice. Okay, so I have a couple different things I want to talk about when it comes to advice. If you guys didn't know, I'm a big Pinterest gal, so I'm always on Pinterest, whether that's looking at, like, food recipes, which is 99% of the time, or the other 1%, I like to look at the quotes on Pinterest. Um, So something that I've been grappling with or struggling with is pleasing everybody or having this desire to please everybody. I've always had this in me. I don't know why, and it's so frustrating, but I found a few quotes that I think can help me and hopefully you guys as well if you relate to this issue. Um, The first quote says, your life isn't yours if you always care what others think. Ooh. What do you think, Matilda? (laughs) Do you approve of my my quote? I absolutely more than approve of it. (laughs) You pleased me. (laughs) Mission accomplished. (laughs) But I really think that's so true because we, to be in control of ourselves and to feel that we know who we are, that's because it like literally, as it says, you know who you are. You don't know what others think you are. So that's not what's important. And if you're letting others determine your life and perceive you the way they want you to act, then you're letting others take over. And then that's not going to be fulfilling in the long run. I totally agree. And also um, in Scary Close, I don't know if you've read this section, we're like using the same book and I think I might be a little bit ahead, but it was talking about how he had met, I think it was him, the author, but maybe someone else had met with all these people that were about to die like two weeks away. And everyone's regret was that they tried too hard to please too many people and as a result they couldn't get close enough to a smaller amount of people because they spent so much time you know focusing on everybody and pleasing everybody and that's just not realistic that's never going to happen um and another quote that i found which i think surpasses the other one in quality it's just so good it says don't be afraid of losing people be afraid of losing yourself trying to please everyone to stay Oh, isn't that good? It's just that like might drop. It yeah. does. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, I feel like the quote says it all. And it's just something that I want to like post as a reminder on my 
mental wall like every single day just to keep that in mind can you read it again i just want everyone to hear it again (laughs) okay don't be afraid of losing people be afraid of losing yourself trying to please everyone to stay wow i cannot get over that isn't that um, okay here's the frustrating thing about this is i took a screenshot of this quote on pinterest and it's such an ugly like formatting quote it's like (laughs) this gray background and ugly black text i'm like oh i just want this as my wallpaper like Man, I'll just make my own wallpaper. Oh, yeah, I was going to say I'll make it for you on Photoshop. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I just think it's so true that like, I don't know, sometimes I focus so hard on keeping these toxic people in my life because I want to make them happy, but I don't think it's worth it if it's ultimately degrading your own life, like the grip that you have over your own life or how you think about yourself, that kind of thing. That really works well with another tip that I have, and it's just that you really shouldn't try to conform because I... I just know that Christ has made you uniquely you and it's for a reason and the more that you try to act like someone else or be like someone else, you move further away from who he's made you and that's, in my eyes, it's the ultimate goal of life is just to be the closest to Christ and to be the most like yourself. So why would you want to try to take that away? Yeah, and it's almost like disrespectful to God in a sense if you're totally straying away from who you were designed to be and obviously it's not 100% clear like you're just born you're like oh these are my gifts this is my purpose in life like let's go yeah obviously it's not clear but if you're trying to be something that you're not I think that that is straying away from who you are and it's not worth it and it's exhausting it is so tiring trying to be someone you're not because you're just putting all your efforts into putting on this facade and it's not worth your time and I know it's so easy in high school and during the times of you know peak insecurity to do that But just looking back and even times in high school when I felt so insecure and just had to pretend to be someone else, it wasn't worth it. And those are the times when I felt less, like the least close to people in my life. Yeah, completely. And I just think it's so true that you don't need to prove yourself to anyone because God knows you and he knows how you feel and he is never asking you to prove yourself. So what's the point of proving yourself to someone else? Like if it's going to take that much for them to like you then you're in an unhealthy relationship anyway so just focus on really embracing even what makes you insecure or what what you're unsure about because it's it's there you know yeah yeah that's so good piggybacking off that back to scary close you guys can donald miller like literally sponsor this podcast (laughs) we're like obsessed with this book but i screenshotted this passage and it says have you ever met anybody who is completely free somebody who is willing to say whatever they thought I'm not talking about a shock jock looking for attention. I'm talking about somebody who didn't realize people were judgmental, who assumed people would accept them as they are. And I just love that because I have, like, in my head, I just always think people are judging me or thinking negative things about me. Like, no matter what room I go into, I think that there's someone that doesn't like me, and I hate that. And it's so defeating and hard on my self-esteem, but just having this assumption that people aren't judgmental, I think is so good for your mental health. And like, yeah, obviously people are going to let you down, but for the other 98% of the time, at least you'll be confident in who you are. And I think that's worth it. And you can also learn so much by that because if you assume others are not judging you, then you can also live by that because if you're judging others, then you're going to assume that people judge you. So it's it's a two-way street, you know? I totally think it is. Yeah, like if you try and put your efforts toward judging people less, like you were saying, I think that makes you feel less judged as well. Right. Because you're just not so focused on what people think about you. And that's what I admire so much about you is I feel like you don't care what people think. And I really wish I could get there. I feel like I've made strides just being friends with you. Like it's helped me a lot, but yeah. It makes me so happy. I think, I don't know because people have told me that before that I really just don't care what others think. And I, I do believe that about myself, but I'm not sure what exactly 
I do to make myself that way. I honestly think it might be a gift just because I, when you try, you can't try too hard to try not to care. Yeah. Does that make any yeah. sense? No, that makes sense. So I think the best thing is just to put your efforts on focusing on other things because then that will become not as important, like how you look or how you see others. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Like, honestly, just thinking back on my life about times that I've cared, literally who cares what other people think? Like, if they have some negative view on you for whatever reason, then you don't even want them in your life anyway. Like, if you're just putting on some false facade, then you're going to get false friends in your life. So you just want to be completely who you are. And I know I'm saying this and it's so much easier said than done, but that's how you're going to find your real friends that you really honestly connect with and not just people that like you for someone that you're not. That's how I think too, because sometimes I'll be doing something really weird and someone's like, why are you doing that? Like people are watching and I'm just like, well, why do I care? Yeah. They're just other people, you know, it's like if they don't like me, then that's their problem, you know? So I think that you just have to focus on, um, you do you. I do you. So (laughs) generic, but. Okay. I have one more little piece of advice before you wrap up and Someone told me this in beginning of high school, like freshman year, and it's stuck with me ever since. And it's don't speak to yourself just internally the way or a way in which you wouldn't. Okay, wait, I can't talk. Don't speak to yourself in a way that you wouldn't speak to your friend that way. Does that make any sense? Did our dance teacher tell you that in high school? Maybe. Was it our dance teacher? I really think it was because I feel like you're our dance teacher right now speaking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Our dance teacher was like so philosophical. But like, seriously, if you wouldn't say something to a friend, don't say it to yourself or think something about them. Don't think it to yourself. Like, I'm never going to look at you and be like, oh my gosh, you look ugly today. Like, I would just never have that thought wouldn't cross my mind, but it would 100% cross my mind about myself every day. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you wouldn't treat yourself as a friend, if you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. It's just a reminder that we're way too hard on ourselves. That's like a tongue twister. I know. Hard on ourselves. And like, we're our own biggest critics. Everyone says that, but it's 10,000% true. No, so true. So, so good. I love it. Um, should we talk about the challenge for next yes. week? Yes. What is it? I don't even know what it is. Okay. Well, I wrote it down. I don't know if you're going to like it. I didn't. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I didn't tell you. Um, I have two options, but I'll stick with, um, Give okay. us both. We can okay. pick. Okay. Or do both. Option one is think of one thing that you love about yourself and every day this week and write it down. Ooh, that's and good. And then option two is pick one thing you're insecure about and think of a reason why it could be a positive. Huh. Okay, this is going to sound so random and weird because I'm like 22 and not pregnant, but I saw this thing and I don't know who said this, but it was about how people are so insecure about, okay, wait, I think this was in Remy and Alicia's podcast. Oh, was it? Maybe. I don't know. I love their podcast, but it was talking about how oftentimes, especially as girls, we're so insecure of our stomach and our hips because that's like where the weight tends to go. Yes. But it's like our bodies are designed that way for childbirth and to have this like extra layer for when you're like bearing oh. a child. This is so weird, but it's like, that's so true. And when you think about it that way, it's such a beautiful thing that that's like the way we are designed and the fact that we're crapping on ourselves for having, I don't know, like I'm, I'm not saying don't ever go to the gym and just like eat whatever you want, but you know what I'm saying? Like if you're just insecure about yourself in that area, it's like, that's just one way to spin it, in it into a positive. That's, oh, wow. I couldn't agree more. And I never have thought about that. I've never like, oh, wow, this is great for when I have a kid because it's very far down the line, but it's yeah. nice to just see things that you normally think of as a negative and think of some way to turn it positive. So should we stick with that one? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. So you guys take part in this challenge with us this week. Um, you can always connect with us on Instagram. Our handle is just Steph and Matilda. Um, and you can tell us how it's going. We'll be posting on there trying to keep up with you guys, but and encourage you. Yeah. Because we will be doing it as well. 
But I think that's it for this week. Yeah. We hope you guys have an amazing day, whether it's Monday, the day this comes out, or just whenever you're listening to this. We love you so, so much. If you haven't heard that today, it is very true. And just try not to be too hard on yourselves because you're all doing great and everything's going to be okay. You guys are so loved, as Steph said, and we'll see you in our next podcast. Or we'll talk to you in our next podcast. Love you guys. Bye. Love you.